Welcome back to the Lions and Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Gisbert alongside Troy Allen. And man, we got breaking news out of the NBA. We mentioned it yesterday, and here it is. As promised, we're going to deliver on an episode. Damian Lillard to Milwaukee. That's going to be our main topic. We're kind of going to just talk about the NBA offseason landscape as, shoot, the, the season is like, what, about a month away? Yeah, yeah. Preseason starts in a couple weeks, actually, yeah. I think so. So, man, I guess first you can start us off, Troy. What was your reaction when you heard that? Because I think everyone, including myself, thought he was going to Miami. Yeah, yeah, same here. So, basically, it was it was mm-hmm. like around lunchtime. And um, I pulled up to, like, KFC to give me a little sandwich. <laughs> As I'm in the drive-thru, like, I get a notification <laughs> from Bleach Report. Damn to the Bucks. Like, what? No. Like, like it had to be fake. I'm, I'm like, that's some that's something you see in 2K. You know wow. what I'm saying? Like, that's something you, oh, what what if Giannis and Dane were teammates? Right. And, and, like, make a sim on, on, on 2K. And, and But, yeah, uh, Dane is on the Bucks. For real, and uh, the trade and the full trade package, real quick, is uh, Bucks get Dame obviously, Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, and a 2029 Bucks first round draft pick goes to the Blazers, and the Suns actually are the third team. They get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson um, Allen, Keon Johnson, and Asir Little. Um, they all go to the Suns, so that's a complete package uh, uh, right there. And uh, I'm so, I'm gonna start with, with the Bucks real quick. Um, the main, the main, the three main weaknesses that the Bucks had uh, um, coming into this season um, pre Dame trade was they needed more shooting, they needed more shot creation, and they needed more playmaking. <clears throat> and that's Damian Lillard wrapped up into one. Yeah. Uh, last season, uh, averaging 32 points per game, I believe, which was second in the NBA. As a matter of fact, that's the highest points per game mark for a point guard over 30. Wow. So so uh, he had a career mm-hmm. year last year, averaged seven assists per game last year as well on phenomenal splits, um, 46% from the field, 37% from three on 10 attempts, and 91% from the free throw line. So he's coming off a career year, a very historical season, very efficient. And so everything that, that the Bucks need, they got in, in Dane. Now their defense will take a hit, especially considering Drew Holiday. He's one. He's one of the best point guard defenders, uh, um, in like the modern NBA. So their defense will take a hit, but I think the offensive gap is just yeah. is is uh, yeah. The offensive gap makes up for it. So uh, and, and by the way, the Bucks mm-hmm. were able to keep all their key pieces. Like they kept Middleton, they kept Lopez, mm-hmm. they kept Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton. Right. So, um, with with a new head coach and with getting a, a, an elite player like Damian Lillard, I think next two to three to four years for Milwaukee is very uh, uh, is a very uh, fruitful, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, shoot, last season without Lillard, I think the Blazers are un- would have unquestionably been the worst team in the league, hands down. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, he's a superstar. He finally made an all. Was this his first All Star last uh, year or second? No, uh, I. I know he always seemed to get snubbed. The Western Conference though has been loaded yeah. the last. He's been an All Star a couple of times, but yeah, okay. but yeah. But like, there was like a three year stretch where he where he did get snubbed yeah. simply because Steph, yeah. Arden, and Russ were just yeah, kept right. having historical seasons. <clears throat> yeah, the West has been stacked in terms of that. Now he goes to the East, but um, 
it's more balanced now, I'd say, oh, yeah. both conferences. But, uh, but no, yeah, huge. I mean, shockwaves to the league. Everyone thought he was a Miami Heat lock. Um, would have been exciting to see him and Jimmy Buckets get together, but uh, him and Giannis going to be just as excited, if not more. Um, looking at the trade, I actually, I actually kind of like what the Suns did. Obviously, they're not going to get the publicity, but um, they got a lot of – I didn't realize how many role players they got. Mm-hmm. Um to a much they needed that because they have yeah. superstars. Obviously, you went and got they already had Devin Booker. You went and got KD last year, and then you bring in Bradley Beal, star-studded scoring ability. Obviously, elite, elite, but uh, didn't really have much depth behind it. But now you had a bunch of depth, so I kind of like what they did. But yeah, I mean, the Bucks. I think we looked at the odds; they're the favorite now. No surprise. I mean. That's I think that is the best duo in the league. I know you're a huge Lakers fan, yeah. so LeBron and AD, but just more because they're a little younger um, is why I'd go with Giannis and Dane. But, man, I mean, things just got interesting with that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, and, you know to say that, that they're the best duo in the league, that's a, that, that's a fair take in my opinion. That pick and roll is going to be, like, unstoppable, yeah. man. Like, like, and the thing is – you can't really uh, a double anyone on that mm-hmm. on that Milwaukee team because like sure. if you double up on Giannis, well you got open shots from either Middleton or Dame. If, if you double Dame, it's an open dunk for Giannis or open shot Middleton. If, if you so like you can't really double. The defenses are really going to have their hands full trying to guard that offense. And like I said, like I said, uh, their pick and roll is going to be crazy. Like, 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 just imagine a high pick and roll, and it's either a 35-footer from Bane uh, or it's a lob poster right. from Giannis. Like, <clears throat> and like, and like, even if those two things get stopped, you still got Middleton in a corner. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's, he's, a, he's a shot creator, too. He's not yeah. just a spot-up guy. He can go out and get his own shot. So so that Milwaukee offense is, is just insane. And Giannis last season, I know his playoff numbers weren't great, but that was mainly because he missed... Um, he was playing injured too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He played injured, and he played like ten minutes in game one versus the Heat, and then he got and yeah. they got hurt, and that really tanked the stats. Mm-hmm. But in the regular season, he averaged thirty. He averaged thirty-one, twelve, and six last year, shooting fifty-three percent from the field. So that's that. That's insane. But uh, so yeah, that kind of wraps up like the Giannis and Dame talk. To get into the other stuff with. Um, we could talk about Drew Holiday and, and, and Aiton real quick. So Aiton, he does go to Portland. Uh, I think one of the, uh, I think that's a good move by uh, the Blazers. Uh, Aiton, he's still in his mid twenties, and although he's not the guy, because he he was picked number one overall in his draft in in twenty eighteen, and although he's not the guy uh, we thought he would be, he he can still give you seventeen and twelve on good efficiency. So that's worth something in in the NBA, and uh, like I say, he, he is in his mid twenties. So going to the Blazers with Scoot that gives him a pick and roll partner, along with having Shaden Sharp as a, uh, a, a as a wing player, along with having Anthony Simons who who's had back to back seasons averaging over twenty points now. The Blazers got a good young core, and and uh, they just signed Jeremy Grant to a, a hundred sixty million dollar contract. I don't know if he's going to get flipped or not because that was like a low-key win-now move. So I don't know if he goes anywhere. But for right now, the Bucks, excuse me, the um, Blazers, they got a good uh, young core with Scoot at the helm. Mm-hmm. 
Holiday. Yeah, yeah, Drew Holiday. Uh, I don't, I don't think Drew Holiday stays a Blazer though. I think you, I think you will either get traded within the coming weeks yeah. or at the deadline. I, don't I think can see that because they have so many young guards. Yeah, exactly. So, no, yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, I just don't see Drew Holiday staying uh, 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 as a Blazer. Uh, a couple suitors for Drew Holiday are the Clippers, the Celtics, and the Warriors potentially. Uh, the, with the Clippers, I know they re-signed Russ, yeah. uh, but like he signed for like two years, two million. His mm-hmm. his contract is mad cheap. Yeah, and I think he's he's at the point like he's still effective, but I don't think he's he's not like. He's for sure not a shooting starter. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. he's more of like a off the bench spark plug kind of guy. I mean, he'll 100%. still give you a lot of assists and he'll have nights where he goes off. But yeah, I think I could see that work. I mean, shoot, between him and Drew, that would be probably the best defensive uh, backcourt. Oh yeah, in the exactly. NBA, so. Like 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 uh, I was really impressed with his defense in the playoffs mm-hmm. this past year. And Drew Loki fits the Clippers a lot because right. you got Paul George, a great wing defender. Kawhi Leonard, a great one mm-hmm. defender. You bring in Drew Holiday. Uh, now <laughs> Zubak, he's not, he's not much of he, he's not much of, of a defender. Yeah. But uh, the, but off the bench, you would have Russ, a good defender. Terrence mm-hmm. Mann, who's who's a good defender, yeah, and they have Robert Covington. So that team is filled with a lot of good wing slash perimeter defenders. So I like uh, I like him uh, a lot. I think the trade that might make the most sense for Judo, as I hate saying this, but the Celtics, because uh, Brogdon, <clears throat> he's unhappy with, with the organization. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, so a couple months ago, Brogdon initially got traded for Christos Porzingis mm-hmm. in, in, in a three-team deal, uh, yeah. but but that got like rerouted to where it was a, a completely different player. I, I, I'm not too sure... Who, I but, forget they got Porzingis in the offseason. They yeah. also, obviously, they lost Marcus Smart, who was their point guard. Exactly, so. exactly. So, I think Boston could probably trade Brogdon, uh, probably like Sam Hauser, a couple uh, seconds for like Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. And that way, you bring in Drew to replace Marcus Smart. Uh, in my opinion, Drew Holiday, he's more efficient, better shooter, yeah. um, same level as playmaker, same level mm-hmm. as a defender. And then you have JT and JB, and then you have Przingis with with rim protection. That's a great defensive squad yeah. with a lot of shooting. So and and then you, you're also bringing in an actual point guard. But right mm-hmm. now, Brogdon he's he's more of a two. Right. He, he's not really a one. So uh, and then there's the Warriors. I put the Warriors here because I saw a couple uh, guys talking about them talking about like Shoot. retrading yeah. CP3 for Drew Holiday. <laughs> Dude, that'd be crazy. It would, but Dude, the thing oh my, is, I just thought him and Steph in the same backcourt, Drew and Steph. That's yeah. like probably the best defensive guard and the best offensive guard. Yeah, exactly. In the same backcourt. Exactly. It would be it would be, be pretty crazy. But the only thing is, uh, the Warriors would still be small though. They yeah. would they would still be a small team. I think their mm-hmm. tallest player is Kevin Looney. No, no, I think it's Darius Sarge. Yeah, Darius Sarge. He's like 6'10". They just signed Rudy Gay, so it might be him. But yeah, Darius Sarge. He's still in the league, Rudy. He's still solid or he's not? He's washed. He's like, nah, nah. He's washed, Because I remember like over a decade ago, he was cold in 2K. Yeah, yeah. He's still in the league. Yeah, I know. 
I, I was shocked too. I'm like, I saw that notification from Shams. I'm like, oh, what? I thought you were tired. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were tired, but nah, they signed Rudy Gay. I'm like, okay. Uh, at least, you know, the, <clears throat> and so the Warriors, they got an old, small team. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they got, I'll be honest, I actually thought they were going to beat the Lakers in seven, but I think y'all, y'all really exposed them last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Y'all really kind of just bullied them. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. If you look at the numbers, I think we let in rebounding every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We let in rebounding every every single game. Um, and we kind of had to hunt Steph on defense. Not to say Steph's a bad defender, but it's just because because he's so great offensively, right. you want to tire him out. And so mm-hmm. you tire him out by making him work on defense. Yeah. And so uh, if you look at his shooting numbers, his shooting numbers reflected that too. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and Clay and uh, Jordan Poole kind of sold that series. Yeah, and they both played so bad. What, it was I, basically just Steph or Bus. Exactly. If he was off, but they, they were done. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, Poole had a pitiful series. Yeah, uh, and I know in Washington now. <laughs> 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 he was about to average like twenty five and like thirty. Yeah, no, just jack up whatever he wants because they're so bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, man. So yeah, uh, that's. Uh, those are like the teams I found pretty interesting uh, that would fit Drew. Um, and then last but not least, we're going to talk about the Suns a little bit here um, and what they got in the trade. So, in my opinion, they downgraded at center. And don't get me yeah. wrong, Yusuf Nurkic, he's still solid. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's definitely worse than Aiton. Like, and, like, in all accounts, he's worse than Aiton. And uh, a couple of days ago, I saw a report from um, Adrian Wojnarowski saying on um, – the Suns wanted wanted to trade for Nurkic for defensive purposes, and yeah. I'm like, Nurkic has never been, yeah, like, like like he's never been like some defensive stout, you know, like you know what I'm saying. So right. very confusing. But the other guys, I, I like Grayson Allen. He's a shooter, a decent defender, you know, a solid role player, a, a dirty right. work type, type type of guy. Uh, no, I thought you were going to say dirty. Yeah, he's good for a trip or two in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is kind of dirty. Yeah. That, that, that's not a lie. Uh, they did get Keon Johnson. I um, like him. He was he was really good on the Spurs. Was yeah. it last year or two years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I like him too, and Nasir Little's also a young talented player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, a nice defensive wing to come off the bench, give you a little energy and stuff like that. And uh, the rest of the roster is pretty fine. Um, obviously, they made trades for Bradley Beal, but they did get uh, Kate Bates uh, uh, Diop, uh, who's a solid uh, uh, wing guy. Uh, they did sign uh, Yuta Watanabe. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Is that the dude on the. Uh... Raptors or uh, Rockets? No, uh, he was on the Raptors, and then he was on the Nets last year, oh, okay. and he shot like fifty percent from three. But like he only oh, shot like shoot. two attempts per game. But like yeah. that's still a shooter, though. Yeah. So still, yeah. so yeah, you gotta count for him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they do have Joshua Kogi, who was on a roster last year. He's just a defender. Yeah, he started in the playoffs, I think. Huh? They didn't have much set, but yeah, he's a good defender. He just couldn't really score. Yeah, exactly. And and they do have Damian Lee. Now, the roster overall ain't bad. I do have some questions about their depth. Like, is Bobo going to be effective? Because last he's, year... Oh, uh, yeah. He's just... I want him to be good just because he's uh, 
Bull or Manu Bull's son. But yeah, exactly. It's kind of a cool story. Yeah, I feel like he's just been all hype. He's kind of bounced around the league. He hasn't really been made too much of an impact wherever he's yeah, been. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, but yeah, they do have Bull Bull. Uh, they do. They did bring in Drew Eubanks. He was on the Blazers last year. But to me, their biggest pickup is definitely Eric Gordon. Uh, he's I like, didn't even know they got him. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's a fucking like, getter. 100%. 100, 6'5", 6, 6, uh, uh, not 6'5", he's like a 6'3", guard, 215, strong guy, can, can put the ball on the floor, finish at the basket, can shoot. So uh, the only thing with Eric Gordon is, is whenever he's off, you know yeah, he's off. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I remember that from his Pelicans days. Yeah. Like, there would be some games you're like, dude, this guy is so good. And then the other days you're like, Please stop shooting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When when he's off, you're gonna know he's off. Yeah. I, I remember it in the Western Conference Finals in 2018. Oh, he was yeah. a part of that. What 27 missed threes? Yeah, yeah. He probably missed the most. Bro, but, God, I kid you not. He was in the right wing, shot the ball, it hit the left side of the backboard. <laughs> I was like, bro, what? You a professional NBA yeah. player? How does that happen? Now I will say on the Suns when you got alphas like Booker and KD, I don't no, think yeah. they're gonna allow that. So uh-huh. if he's on, yeah, right. If he's on, he's on. But yeah, if he's not, they're probably just gonna pull him out the game. Oh yeah, 100%. he's definitely a good addition though off the bench. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So yeah, that that Suns uh, uh, roster pretty solid. Obviously, their big three. Uh, uh, Beal, uh, Booker, Katie, great, uh, uh, big three. Uh, the bench, some bright spots here, but overall, we just gotta see how they play together. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, that's really it. Uh, in terms of title odds, real quick before we uh, end the pod, uh, Bucks obviously favored. Yeah. And then right behind them are the Nuggets and Celtics. And then last is Phoenix. I'm surprised the Lakers aren't. Aren't all here? Yeah, I would say they're probably fifth if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's interesting. I think I said maybe. Now, I mean, this is early season before the season started. I think I picked Celtics, but I mean, I might have to reconsider with the Bucks. I'm not gonna go on a limb and pick anyone, but um, I guess I'll just stick with the Celtics. That originally said them. I think when we talked about basketball recently, maybe over the summer, but mm-hmm. uh, but no, yeah, it'll probably be. Unless the Heat pulls something off again like they did last oh, year. But I don't think they have enough depth. Um, unless Jimmy can carry them again. But I don't know. I think that's a tall order. I think the Bucks and the Celtics are by far the two best teams in the East. 100%. And then the West is pretty much Nuggets, Suns, Warriors, um, I guess Grizzlies. But yeah. I'll have to see it first with them. Um I do like I do like Phoenix. So one thing I will say, I don't think the Nuggets are going to repeat out of the West. I think Bruce Brown's a way bigger loss than people are acting like. Yeah, he was like a key role player. He made a lot of clutch buckets uh, throughout the playoffs. I don't think, and they didn't really replace him really. Mm-hmm. Anybody like noteworthy? Did no, yeah, no. so that'll be interesting. Now. But it's not, I, I'm f- just glad the Warriors. Dominances. I mean, I, I don't mind them being relevant, but like when they were just winning every single year with yeah. KD, when they had KD, there's a lot of parity now. In the NBA. Yeah, it's, I like that. I like that yeah. too. So, but yeah, be a great uh, season. yeah, should be a great season. Uh, going to Miami real quick before we close out. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think this is like the second time um, Pat Riley 
uh, struck out on like getting a superstar talent because they, <clears throat> they could have had Bradley Beal. But, yeah. the, but they struck out. He's from Florida too. He yeah. played for Florida, the Gators. In exactly. College, so. And and they struck out on Bradley Beal, and then uh, they struck out on Damian Lillard. And don't, and don't get me wrong, like the Heat, they've obviously had success. Like going back right. to twenty twenty, they had that magical run in, in the bubble. Uh, they were great throughout the regular season. They get they got swept the next year, but in twenty twenty two, they make it all the way to the conference finals with Hero hurt <clears throat> and with other guys hurt. And they were a shot away from the finals. Right. And then this past season, same thing, same script. Hero gets hurt, but yet they push through to the finals mm-hmm. and, they, and they get bounced out of five. So, like, clearly, you know, they have something going on, but they needed that one extra piece. And Pat Riley just refused to pull the trigger because I guess he's hanging on to Tyler Hero for, like, whatever reason. I don't know why. And don't get me wrong, Tyler Hero, he's, he's yeah. a nice player. but like He's good, but he's not... So based off what they their lack of free, it's almost like I guess he views him as his second option behind Butler. Yeah, now he's good, but I don't think he's a second option. I can nah. see him as a three, maybe. But yeah, In Tyler Hero is just not need, moving. Yeah, you need. I think for sure they needed a another bona fide uh, star exactly. to pair with Butler because yeah. I mean he can't do it all by himself. You saw he got hurt and was playing hurt a lot in yeah, the playoffs exactly. last year too, exactly. and uh, it still wasn't enough. Nope, so. Nope. But yeah, uh, that's really it for uh, this week's podcast, huh? Yeah, I think that's it. So uh, Thursday night football, Lions and Packers. I think what at seven fifteen. Yeah, that's a lot of time, but just and then uh, we'll pick back up with our football podcast next week. Southeastern plays this Saturday, three p.m. against Tarleton State. But yeah, Dame time to Milwaukee. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dame time and uh, the Reek Freak linking up together. Yeah, go Freak time. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Man, that'll do it for our Lions and Sports podcast. Uh, I'm Chase Gisbert. And I'm Troy Allen. And we'll catch y'all next week. All right. I had to sneak that. <laughs> <laughs>